All right. Sorry, it is <laughs> hectic. I failed on so many levels, uh, which just real quick seems to be a thing for our anniversary streams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I'm your host, Danny K. With me, as always, my wonderful, my beautiful co-host, Mr. Green Elite. How you doing, Mr. Green Elite? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Danny? Dude, I am doing wonderful. Uh, as well with us, as always, Revsven, Padre. How you doing, dude? Oh, I'm doing all right. I would say as like most times, not as always. I'm not always here. I'm, no. I'm, I'm here, but I'm not here sometimes, you know? All right. Dude, are you insinuating I emotionally something? connect with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> and then, guys, our special guest. It's our two-year anniversary. We needed to get him back, and we were able to get him back. Ren Dishion's. Ren, how you doing, Hi, dude? That's Hi, that's me. Guys, welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for joining on in. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Next to Nothing podcast starring me and me alone with my <laughs> with my cronies. I'm kidding. These are all jokes. I'm sorry. I hope you guys are doing great. Hello, everybody. I'm sure there's certain people who would be who would look at you and they're rejoicing at your return. Um, <laughs> and then there's probably some other people who are just like, how dare you? <laughs> oh, this you guy traitor. again. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Ren, for those who somehow don't know who you are, tell people who you are, what you do, and where people can find you. Well, my game's my in-game name for everything is renditions with two z's because i'm dumb and i can't spell my own name i play a lot of games on stream i do vr streams right now currently um yeah i, I stream i'm a streamer uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions two z's again really stupid me dumb a uh, two z's makes sense yeah but yeah that's that's about that oh man and for those who might have been recent fans of the show maybe brought over from mr green elite and uh padres taking over ren was my co-host for the show for over a year and a half i think um does that sound about right uh yeah it was a year and a half yeah, yeah. so i started the show with a guy named proc i completely took it over rebranded the whole thing i brought ren on with a girl named spectissa she only lasted a little while because school and uh, Ren and I had uh, fun for a year and a half with this show. Um, and then so much fun. he decided to uh, leave me, but we made it up. <laughs> I, I, I brought you guys two new daddies. <laughs> oh, man. We um, just didn't connect spiritually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was it. you got to admit, though, the also, sex Roberto is really hot. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to leave for him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, wasn't the sex great, though? <laughs> yeah absolutely so, so. uh-huh for um, sure before we really get into the show i just want to say a few things i really appreciate everyone who has helped make the show what it is it's hard to look back on the um youtube channel and on the podcast host and see the oldest episode being july of 2018 um that's really 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 weird so i just want to thank all the listeners out there i want to thank all of my co-hosts past and present again thank you so much um i also want to thank all of our guests who have come on uh to make the show really awesome uh if you guys miss any part of the show tonight you guys can find us on youtube spotify apple and google podcast and everywhere else podcasts are found 
Um, you guys can also find uh, a merch store down below in the uh, description of this episode. You uh, have a limited time offer on merch uh, until August 4th. So get that limited time design uh, before August 4th. Um, we're also doing contests this week. which Contests, you say? Contests, yes. Which I actually need to get the uh, other contests prepped. But, Mr. Greenlee... Why don't you go on ahead and explain how the podcast or how the uh, contest work for the show? The the pod uh, for the show um, off air for YouTube, uh, we had it set to where if you do a, a answer a question, which was, um, oh shoot, what was the question? Uh, if, if what type of game would you do you wish that you could enjoy? Um, we had a, uh, several people. Uh, reply to that on the YouTube channel um, for today's episode uh, to enter in to win the the show the ugh, I can't speak today the code for today uh, you all you need to do is type in exclamation mark Bergy and that is a nice little shout out to renditions with two Z's my adorable Z's little burger emotes oh my god they're so cute. <laughs> so uh everyone in chat on the live show be sure to do exclamation mark bergy for your chance to win um we're going to give away a copy of psychonauts for tonight's episode um and then youtube will have that up uh later today or tomorrow so yeah so we can actually say if you guys are watching the youtube video right now you know you're watching afterwards the question of the week this week is which game series do you want to see a remaster of? So again, question of the week is what game series do you want to see a remaster of? Answer that in the comments of this YouTube video, and we will announce the winner uh, in next week's episode, which last week's uh, episode, the question of the week was um, which game, like uh, Green said, which game... Uh, the genre do you wish you could enjoy and we have one two three four five six seven eight entries into said question i am going oh to God. pick a random well, yeah. name right now go ahead the game for that by the way um we're giving away a, a copy of hollow knight yes hollow knight yes hollow knight good game pog <laughs> so good one of my favorites it's so good so the winner for last week's uh, question of the week drawing is uh, random name picker is working for you now. I don't know why it's taking so long to pull a random name from a list of eight, but it's doing it. It's doing it. Our winner is Cheyenne Wheeler. Congratulations, Cheyenne Wheeler. <laughs> um congratulations cheyenne we will send you a message with the steam key i know exactly who you are so you will get that message uh via discord um congratulations on winning guys i think that about does it for all this stuff up front oh i did want to mention real quick um so we do have a grand prize at the end of this month um, and you can enter more than once a week. Uh, you guys can enter up to twice a week for this grand prize at the uh, end of the month. You can uh, enter for a total of eight times uh, for a Steam 
gift card. So the more times you enter, the more chances you have to win. So make sure you guys do that. Other than that, guys, I think we can go without any more delay and jump right into the show. You guys good? Sounds Hell good. Hell yeah, to me. dude, let's go. All right. Do it, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week, I wanted to start out the show by talking about. Oops, let me get things proper here. The Insurgency Sandstorm update. I know it's a meme that I talk about this game all the fucking time. That's because I like it. So I need to talk. Uh, I just need to talk about this update real quick. So some updates mm-hmm. that they made since the last time I talked about it um, is they added some new weapons. There's nothing super exciting or cool. They did add some older, more obscure weapons like the Sterling, which is like an old SMG, and the Grease Gun, again, another older SMG. Um, they added a new map, which is a remaster of a map from the original game called Bariz. This one, I think they call it uh, Title or something like that. It's something different. It doesn't matter. It's just a remake of Bariz. Um, they added night maps with night vision. Uh, they also had, uh, some night vision goggles and, uh, IR sights and IR flashlights, like, uh, infrared flashlights, which are pretty fucking cool. Um, a note on the night vision, they added a couple different varieties of night vision. They added, um, green night vision, amber, white, and multicolored. Um, they also have different field of views. So like the cheaper, uh, night vision points wise, um, has a more narrow circular point of view. So you only see, you know, about like that much, um, while the more expensive ones are a little bit wider. Um, the night modes are really fun. I'm going to say that like right off the bat, the lighting is gorgeous in the game, even on my crappy rig. Um, it also makes everything feel super fucking dangerous. Uh, you know, there like there are people in the shadows and they're waiting to shoot you. <laughs> like you are lurking at every corner. Yeah. It's like Charlie is everywhere and you don't know where Charlie is. <laughs> um you feel really tactical and slick. Like you're creeping up. Um one thing they added, uh so a bu- uh a debuff or a nerf I should say for night vision is that it's slower to go ADS. To aim down sights is slower. So you can take this training perk that is point shooting, which is you just pull the gun in and your your muzzle is centered on the screen. Um, so uh, you just kind of sit there and it's it's more like hip fire than it is ADS, but it's kind of like an in-between. Um, mm-hmm. So you look pretty fucking slick with the gun turned sideways. You have a little IR laser and you're just like creeping around and you're you know, doing your leans and, you know, you're, you're just, it feels so tactical. Um, and slick. I, it, that's all I really got to say. I mean, it just feels great. It looks great. It feels great. Um, it's a good update an update. I've been wanting for a while. I think that's one of the first things I said about this game was why they didn't have night maps because the original had night maps. Um, yeah, I distinctly remember even back when I was on, we had like a full on discussion about why night maps is a great idea and how lighting is a fantastic thing for a game, especially like that, where it's just like, why, why don't you have it in our head? It's so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, I, it's been, I know it's been a thing that the community has wanted for a really, really, really long time. Um, so yeah, that's been, 
the Insurgency Sandstorm update feels good. Um, they didn't really add any new game modes. I mean, they added some new playlists, some night mode playlists and stuff like that, which, you know, they're they're the regular playlist in, in night mode. There's not much else to say. I hope they keep night mode a lot more often. Um, I can say, um, just from a PvP to PvE aspect, um, PvP-wise, the AI feels dumber somehow in night mode. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you are the Charlie in the dark that just marks everybody. Um, oh man! In PB I wonder if they use the same AI for for the night mode and day mode. So hmm. in day mode, like it makes somewhat sense for like the certain things that they do, where it's like, oh, okay, they can cross this road. Whereas in night mode, it's like, why are you just randomly crossing this road with a flashlight on just because you can? why why are you doing this that's yeah. a possibility yeah it, it is a possibility the, in the flashlight thing i'll also say this um if you are in a pvp or a pve mode and in night mode and you're using a flashlight your mom's a hoe <laughs> you're you're blinding your teammates who are using night vision you are literally making it impossible for them to see like my retina's bird <laughs> um <laughs> like the light the light bounces off every surface it feels like like if there's like a wall and mm -hmm. there's a flashlight it, it bounces and it obscures like doorways like so the paths that you are trying to like monitor and your teammate has a flashlight on it it's almost impossible to like watch a doorway um <laughs> So <laughs> if you're using any if you're using any version of a flashlight it, it your mom's a hoe that's all I got to say your mom's a hoe <laughs> I will say right now I will be the guy if I ever play that game I will 100% be the guy with like three flashlights <laughs> I will be that guy <laughs> guaranteed yeah. So that's the insurgency sandstorm update uh any questions any thoughts well, but we need to play together, but on the flashlight thing as well, uh, the whole your mom's a hoe thing goes especially <laughs> well with not only Insurgency stand, Sandstorm, but if you do that as a survivor in Dead by Daylight, your mom's a hoe as well. <laughs> if, if you use a flashlight in the digital space at all whatsoever, your mom's a gardening tool. She's a hoe. <laughs> Gee, Padre, if only there was a way that you could have played with me already. <laughs> you know i mean <laughs> we're not yeah. always looking for handouts but you know they kind of did respond to your tweet <laughs> they responded to my tweet but never responded to me i got my copy because of green elite over yeah. here someone slid into my dms literally and it was a fantastic uh fantastic moment for me wait i tried to do i tried to do fat what? bully slide sliding on the the slip and slide saying let me slide in them dms absolutely and they never even looked. They never. It still has been. I. I didn't even get left on red. I got left on stint. <laughs> um. Shout out to NWI's Kara. I don't even think she works over there anymore. Interns over there anymore. Who gave us our free copy to give away last year, like almost to the day. <laughs> that was the same copy that I gave Riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he gave it to. It was supposed to be your cousin, right? Yeah, yeah. I gave. Yeah. I sent it to my cousin forever ago, and he he never used it. I, I'm like thinking, like, I've never seen him play it. So he probably hasn't used it yet, and I don't think he's ever going to, because at this point, he probably <laughs> forgot that he even has it. So, so he uh, sent me the key, and sure enough, it still worked. 
Which, wow. I'm just going to say it's absolutely hilarious because that key has gone through some hands because it was originally sent to a uh, Twitter prize pig um, who did yeah, not respond. That's right. Yeah, it, the, the, it was just a bot account that was retweeting that won it. But I gave it mm-hmm. the 30, I gave it the requisite 30 days. So then we gave it away and Green got selected up um, before he was even a co host. <laughs> well, technically, I won it first. That's right. And then I'm like, no, just give it away. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it because I already had the game. And then then it came back to me anyways. <laughs> so now oh, Rev has it. So yeah, Rev, we'll have to play sometime in the next week or so. Um, <laughs> he's rolling his eyes. He's. Why, why don't you explain to the kind folks <laughs> what's been going on? Fuck Windstream. That's what's going on, okay? I have been dealing with internet issues since July 1st. I managed to squeeze a stream in the other day, but in the process, I began dropping frames. I'm surprised I'm even able to use my webcam because I, I had to use a picture last week for the podcast because this is some bull crap. I get like, I, like right now I'm sitting at about, let's see, uh, 10 megabits download and four megabits upload a second when I pay for 150. Yep. That's some high quality internet. And that's why <laughs> I get to use the four letter words this time. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, uh, our special keyword is going to be fuck windstream. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be our special, our special giveaway make, code next week. Make it so. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Any other thoughts on insurgency sandstorm? It's fun. It adds value to the game. I like it. Thank you, finally, NWI, for uh, including Night Maps. Anything else? That sounds good. All right. Um, so we got some news events that we can talk about. Uh, the first of which is the Ubisoft Forward. Did you guys watch mm-hmm. this at all? I did. I actually watched the entire thing. Yeah. I watched the four-minute recoup. I yeah. watched I watched the full hour. I feel like I wish I watched the four minute recoup. <laughs> <laughs> I went back. I watched all the I watched all the trailers and stuff that got released. I didn't watch the actual event. Yeah. Oh man. Um so some things were shown off, some things were announced. Um just gonna be a quick little thing. Well, I'll just do a quick little overview. Uh, Far Cry 6, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Hyperscape, Watchdog Legions, Brawlhalla, Just Dance 2020, The Crew, Trials, Rising, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and one that I saw a lot of people get really kind of pissy about is Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which is going to be a mobile tactics game. That has a lot of people irked because they wanted a new uh, Splinter Cell game. I'm straight up irked. I barely won a Splinter Cell game, but like just watching him being like, oh, there's my boy. Oh, and he's in a mobile game. Cool. <laughs> it's awesome. also, yeah, it's uh, got a really cartoony art style, which I can take or leave. I don't know. That one yeah. in particular, I might pick it up once it's out because I'm guessing if it's mobile, it's going to be free. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, let's... the one thing I'll say about that specific trailer, it reminded me so much of like an Overwatch trailer in terms of the setting, mm. because it reminded me of uh, what is it, Hanamura? 
the map Hanamura, which is a very Japanese-centric setting, it looked exactly like the first, like, area in Hanamura. And I was like, are they playing Overwatch right now? Wait, hold on. I thought it <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, isn't there, like, a Japanese house in Siege? That's what I thought of immediately. There is, but it's, like, an entire build. Like, it's a big building. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Yeah. I probably should have thought of that one first, but... No, I, I, my mind straight up Overwatch. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I mean, let's just kind of take these piece by piece. Um, let's just start with Assassin's Creed Valhalla and the gameplay and whatever else that we saw there. Anything there? I'll start with you, Green. Anything that like made that tickled you? Uh, like I'm excited to see more of what comes with the with Assassin's Creed, just because I like my core of like gaming experience uh like assassin's creed was my teenage years i i, I played the shit out of all of them um <laughs> but like I've, I've heard a lot of complaints about the whole rpg style system that they've incorporated since origin um so like mm. i don't know i don't I, like i haven't played since the the game before origin so like i'm not i haven't experienced that rpg style where you, you you set up like your skills and stats like that so i i just i don't know i i have to see more I, it, that's really what it comes down to i need to see more i like this the setting um you've already talked to uh you've already heard me talk about how i'd like to see it in like feudal japan um uh, like soon because that would be insane i mean but, there's a game that's coming out that's basically Assassin's Creed in Japan coming out like this Friday, I think. I think so. it's the uh, oh, Ghost shit. of Tsushima. It's supposed yeah, to be yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually excited to see that as well. So, but yeah, I mean, like I like Vikings. Vikings are cool. I like turtles. <laughs> you like mudkips too? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, that's not Gen One. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> You and every other generation except for Gen Damn. One and fucking Right Chips, dude. Um, <laughs> Sven, you look like a Viking. How do you feel about this Viking game? Yeah, you know, I uh, after seeing more gameplay and stuff, I wasn't originally that excited for it because I haven't really cared much for the the last couple of Assassin's Creed games. But after seeing some of the gameplay of this and seeing how they're changing up a few things and with uh you know like they're going to be doing side quests a little bit differently and stuff like that i'm i'm actually pretty excited for it it uh it, it looks like it, it one thing all right so this is this is kind of like the uh the progressive in me like i i think it's cool that you know they're using a culture where you know the women were badasses as well you know you had your shield maidens out there and you get to you get to play as one and so it's like while it while it gets to be progressive, it also gets to kind of still remain historically accurate to the time and the the geography. So I, I I'm really excited for it. I just it's going to be more of the whole eighty dollar price point thing again that we were talking about. Are they going to go that route, or are we going to get it for sixty? Even so, it's like sixty dollars. I don't know if I can yeah. do that, but I I'm, I'm excited. If, if nothing else. I'll be excited to watch other people stream it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never really got my hands on an Assassin's Creed game, so I don't really have a strong feeling about it. Um, I don't know, it looks fun. 
I'm sure I'm sure fans who I'm sure people who have been fans for the last couple games uh, will really enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I love Viking settings. Um, as a as a descendant of a Viking, I apparently lost all of the resemblance of one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, it looks fun. It looks badass. Hopefully, hopefully uh, people do enjoy it. Hopefully, it's not a complete and utter failure like uh, the Assassin's Creed games have seen. Um, let's talk uh, the Far Cry Six trailer real quick. Oh, I have. I I still have rants. Oh, Dude, I I can rant for days on that game. Oh, on uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can do talk it. about it. Um, all right. So first off, it actually does look good. That, that was the first thing that caught my eye. I was like, it, it looks good. That shouldn't be too surprising in this day of age. We have a lot of technology that to create very beautiful games pretty reliably, right? Like most games that are coming out nowadays look phenomenal. So for the most part, at least for me, that kind of just turns into a non-issue of like, oh, the game's beautiful. Yeah, like every game's beautiful right now. No big deal. Um, for me personally, the gameplay didn't look super interesting. It looked just kind of bland at least in my eyes where a lot of things are revolved around uh <laughs> moving just a random object that was what a lot of the uh the trailer really showed or at least the gameplay trailer where it was like oh yeah they need to uh siege this area and a lot of it was just a lot of it was just sieging which is sounds cool in theory but like it was like okay they're just running around with a battering ram a lot I don't, this feels very different than what I would expect an Assassin's Creed game to be personally. Because at least for me, I I played the old school games. I played one, Brotherhood, I think I played two. And assassinations are the big thing about those kind of games. And it feels like they've very, I, I know that they've already kind of went off the beaten path with Odyssey. But it seems like the Assassin's Creed name itself just doesn't have as much meaning anymore. It just doesn't. The name itself doesn't matter. It feels like the game, while it might be good, isn't an Assassin's Creed game. That's that's the way that I look at it personally. Um, and $60 is a lot of money, especially right now during quarantines. Like $60 is a lot of money to throw around, especially for a game where it might be good. But man, during a like a trailer, like a gameplay trailer, and they can't maintain a steady FPS in certain sections that don't seem very intense. Like uh, there was there was specifically a section in uh, one of the siege section, like one of the siege clips where on a kill move, half of it was like lagging, like there were drop frames just happening. And I was like, man. That you guys have like a couple months left, like, I don't know how you're going to like work out some of these kinks, because if you're showing this off in your like polished trailer, I don't know, dude, that's that's a little iffy to me personally. Um, but I don't know if it turns out good, I'll be happy. Regardless, I don't really see it as an Assassin's Creed game. It looks like an RPG Vikings game, which is cool. I don't really have an issue with that entire premise at all. That sounds cool. But, uh, I don't know. I feel like they're just kind of holding on to the Assassin's Creed name for, uh, for revenue purposes. <laughs> and it doesn't really just matter about it being Assassin's Creed anymore. That's all. That's my rant. Bold bold statement we'll see how it pans out for you in the, in the comments <laughs> hey we'll see how could you say something so controversial yet sober <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's what i do um yeah so uh the far cry 6 trailer 
What did you guys think of that? It was pretty pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I like Esposito a lot as an as an actor already. Yeah, you know, especially with his role in The Mandalorian. And then just like the whole premise of, like the the speech and everything that he kind of gave with the kid telling him, you know, about how things work in the country and all that. I'm sitting there like I was captivated the whole time. I've never I, I can't remember a time where I've actually sat and be captivated by a, a release trailer of a game from a series that I've never played. I've never played a Far Cry game. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like this the whole time, just like with my mouth wide open. Whoa. <laughs> so I, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Oh, man, I'm honestly in the same boat. Like, I was in the exact same kind of trance, and I don't even particularly like the Far Cry games. I play them, and they're like, ah! I'm all right with this, I guess, like eight out of 10. But like the the trailer, I was like, I need to see if this child blows up. <laughs> I just need to know. Yeah, there oh, is man. that. Like, it was good. It was a really good trailer. Yeah, it's like the morbid curiosity of, wow, does this kid lose a hand? <laughs> um, <laughs> or like, does, no, does he drop right, the grenade totally in the possible. Yeah. Okay. Um... Green, what do you think about uh, Far Cry Six? I am I've I'm in the same boat that I have been for every Far Cry since Far Cry Three, and that's the 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 trailer looks phenomenal. Is it something I'm gonna play? Probably not, just because I've never played a Far Cry game. It's not something that's really interested me in general. But like the trailer was dope. Big same. Yeah. Um the uh far cry series i have a little bit of a soft spot for the first one i played was far cry 3 i haven't played any of those like standalone things um like like uh primal, like primal. new dawn or yeah. new dawn um what's the other one on uh, is it neon dragon um or blood dragon blood dragon um so yeah i haven't really uh touched like the those other ones but i have uh played far cry 3 4 and 5 and I have a little soft spot for them. I think the I think the stories are, you know, they're not always the best. They have a lot of narrative issues, and one could argue some of the points that they tried to make, like Far Cry 3's um, critique of a white savior, uh, isn't very well made. <laughs> but at least the stories are kind are compelling enough for me to play them. You know, like Far Cry mm -hmm. 3. Oh, you are just this white douchebag who was partying in Thailand and now you're kidnapped by pirates. Okay, I got to save my friends from these fucking pirates. Cool. Um, you know, Far Cry 4 uh, in, in the Himalayas. Um, in an area I don't really see that many people really talk about. The mm -hmm. It was kind of a stand-in for, at least I would say it's a stand-in for Kashmir which is a region in India uh, that has a lot of it's an it's an area that has a lot of geopolitical disputes like I think China and um, India actually just had like a little skirmish like a few weeks back. So if, yeah. to like explore like that kind of area is really interesting <laughs> and then a critique of um, of cults of personality in the United States, which is not an unheard of thing again. <laughs> um something that felt very Waco taken to its, or uh, not Waco, but the Branch Davidians taken to their next logical step kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, they're really fun. They, they have at least compelling stories that are that interest me enough to play. 
again, the narratives kind of lose the track sometimes. They don't think they make the mm-hmm. best points or they don't make their points very well, but the stories yeah. are still are still intriguing enough to play. So I have a bit of a soft spot for them. And the games are always at least technically solid enough that I never I'm never like pissed off because the game is bad. Like I'm yeah, not They've always been like relatively solid open worlds. Like yeah. in, in terms of just being an open world shooter, like that's that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Yeah, it, it and it's not like it's not like uh, playing Skyrim or Fallout where you're getting stuck on right. the environment. Yeah, <laughs> or you're seeing, <laughs> or you're seeing weird fucking bugs and people like flying into the sky. Like they're <laughs> they're technically solid and like I, yeah. There's never there's not that often in the Far Cry games that I see like major cracks in in the facade. Um, oh man. The next Some, there's there's an example I can think of. I'm trying to remember the YouTube video itself, but it's one thing that really shows off one thing that Far Cry does extraordinarily well is there's videos of people that clear an entire area in like speed runs as fashionable as possible with like a shovel. And it is the most interesting thing I've ever seen. Just watching a dude throw a shovel into the sky, then throw a rock and watch this guy walk into a spot, get clapped in the head with a shovel. And just like, what is going on here? I think those are great. I think that's a great example of like creativity that you can do with a game like Far Cry, especially yeah. like Far Cry. Yeah. Um, I will say um, real quick, you know, comparison, you were talking about the bugs in Skyrim. This is somewhat unrelated, but still hands down best bug in Skyrim ever is when the dragon goes to breathe fire, but the fire lags a little and comes out the dragon's anus instead of his mouth. <laughs> hands down best glitch in Skyrim best glitch uh the next game on the list is uh hyperscape and i actually watched some gameplay of this i know green you're pretty interested in this too it's a battle royale it looks like it's going to be free to play um green why don't you talk about hyperscape just a touch well i think the open beta is actually out right now yeah Um, yeah i actually saw a little bit of gameplay yesterday yeah and it i've been watching a few it's it's the standard battle royale um you know, they've introduced a few interesting mechanics with it. Um, like you can upgrade your guns as if you find the same gun laying around. Um, the respawning is different where you can actually like once you die the first time, you can uh, actually like move around the map as like a it looks like you, you look like a ghost, um, which is pretty interesting. But uh, like it looks super sweaty. And mm-hmm. um, it's it's got that cartoony element to it still. Um, you can pick up like uh, power ups and stuff as well. So I mean, it definitely looks interesting. I don't know. I, I'm I'm definitely gonna give it a try. Um, but I don't know if it'll be my cup of tea. Like I've been dead set on like Warzone because it's more realistic. Um, yeah. So so this might not be Warzone and Escape from Tarkov have been really big right now at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. been really enjoying Warzone. I don't know if I could get into EFT, but Warzone, Warzone's been that shit. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, I mean, it's got some interesting aspects. It doesn't have like the standard uh, flight path drop in. Um, the all the guns are different, futuristic. Um, it's set in like a digital world, um, which is pretty cool. It's a cool concept. Is like, it? I like the. Is it filled with digital monsters? <gasps> Almost. <laughs> Digimon. Yeah damn it i'm gonna have that stuck in my head <laughs> all night now you dickhole <laughs> i hate you 
Um, yeah, so Hyperscape looks interesting to me. I think it could be an Apex killer. I honestly... <laughs> Because here's the thing is it's in that it's in that in between where Apex exists between the the cartoony sci-fi um, the cartoony sci-fi and the tactical shooter. I know. I know this is hard for you to hear. I, I just How love looking you? at the look on Green's face of just sheer appalled. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, I put the show notes the audacity yeah <laughs> audacity i i think i think people are either going to be a fan of apex or they're going to be a fan of hyperscape i think or, i think the games are i mean I'm, I'm sure people will enjoy both of them but i think someone's going i think most people are going to prefer one over the other warzone offers something a lot different than what apex does hyperscape offers a lot that is very similar to apex the main difference is being like the power-ups and stuff like that but the idea of futuristic future futuristic weapons and then some of these other power-ups that are more like character abilities than not i think is kind of where where we're gonna see um the the rivalry there i, I mean i'm almost looking at it even art style wise and, and feel wise in terms of movement movement it feels like it's a direct counter to apex could see that yeah there's also one like major thing that's going to put it up there as a competitor at least in the stream space and that's twitch integration like there's actual mm -hmm. like twitch integration with hyperspace where the audience gets to vote on things that you do and and other kinds of i haven't looked into everything that that it's going to offer but with there being like an actual like integration into the game that's going to help on the streaming side of it now you're going to get your people yeah. who don't stream that i think like that's where you're going to have a harder time competing with Apex because it's already established. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the streamer space, I think hyperspace offering, you know, Twitch extension integration is going to be pretty big by the time it's I, all said and done. I think it's an interesting first move personally, because I like that was the first thing that really stuck out to me because I'm not a big BR guy. I really could care less about BRs, but putting Twitch integration to a BR is a very bold move. That's a very I don't know about that move personally. I feel like it'll pay out okay short term, but long term it's probably not going to be that sustainable. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to go about. Yeah, um, it didn't really help uh, Darwin Project that much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I don't know that one. That one really throws me off a bit. I don't know. I looked at it. I was like, okay, it's another BR, I guess. The story got me a little interested because it made me think maybe the BR is almost half of the game. That was my first impression when I was watching the trailer because they, they started really going into the story about how like, okay, they go into the hyperscape to go do this, but the hyperscape is like this entire area. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe there's more here than just being a BR. And then it was just a BR. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh okay. That's oh, fine. Yeah. You're looking I think, for... I think there's room for expansion. Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely room for expansion to turn it into something more PvE. And I think that would be interesting. But for me personally, as somebody that doesn't play BRs, I don't know, dude. It, it looks the same as everything else. It looks yeah. it looks the same as like Apex. I can't say it looks the same as every other game. Mm -hmm. But uh yeah. 
So uh, anything else in Hyperscape? Otherwise, I think the next thing we could talk about is Watchdog Legions. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they showed off gameplay for Watchdog Legions. Um, it's the third installment to the Watchdog series. They showed off characters, and they kind of set up the story of uh, a private security firm uh, basically runs all of London, and then there's this underground criminal gang. Um and you're trying to take them both down uh, in free London with uh, wacky zany characters that you can um, recruit to your rebellion. It looks kind of fun. It looks like it, it, they take a lot of the humor and stuff from Watch Dogs 2 and, and apply it to this one, which I think is a really good move because Watch Dogs 1, from what I understand, was way too self-serious. And <laughs> kind of... Yeah. What's that? hot garbage <laughs> i never even watched it um so yeah i mean it looks okay did you guys watch the trailer on that i did yeah honestly i i i noticed a few flaws immediately that i feel like i probably should have noticed in the first place to be honest but one of the first flaws that i noticed immediately is like the characters aren't going to be unique no matter what all of your characters, while they're going to be unique in terms of like skills and in terms of how they look and different from each other, their dialogue is going to be about the same. There's not going to be any like real difference in character there. They're all going to be pretty much the same. And they're probably going to have the same voice actors. I can't imagine they're going to pay for like 50 plus voice actors for all these different types of characters. Because, I mean, what? I think there's like six, seven different classes of characters. And I don't know. I, I feel like... If you can choose anybody, because that's the main gimmick of it, is like you can just find a random person on the street and then make them work for you over like a period of time. Sounds cool in theory, but you you lack the significance of like there's no way everybody can have an individual voice actor. There's no way that that can't be done <laughs> unless if you have an absurd amount of money to just go spend on that. Uh, no, um, but that was the big thing. I, in terms of story, I didn't sound super interesting. That sounded kind of bland. But in terms of being a game, like just for game sake, it sounds fun. Like it genuinely sounded like a fun experience of just being like, yeah, I can run around with a group of grandmas and just go fly off into the sky. Why not? That sounds fun. In terms of like a streamer game and things like that, sounds great. It sounds fantastic. If you just want to play a game for fun and fun only, absolutely. If you're probably looking for something with like story and depth, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. But I guess we'll see when it comes to that. Yeah. It looks fun, though. I will say that. I have a challenge run idea. Yeah. For, for people to do right away. Nothing but Karens. Middle-aged, <laughs> white women, pixie cuts, and they just... All they do is scream for managers. Challenge I'd run. I'd like to speak <laughs> to the manager, and then, like, they go out to eat, and they just... Waiter. <laughs> waiter just the whole game i'd like to speak to the boss of this game thanks i'd like to speak to the i'll depth. be waiting here <laughs> yeah i would like to speak to the captain of this paramilitary group yeah i don't like how your officer out there spoke to me okay he was very disrespectful and i would like my money back <laughs> <laughs> You don't understand the hell that I can bring to you. <laughs> I have a lot of friends, and they will be hearing about this. <laughs> I have constitutional rights, and I'm going to write a letter. 
I don't like the fact that I can't wear a mask in this place because you have facial recognition software that requires I don't wear a mask. Okay. <laughs> See there, I'm reversing it. I'm reversing you go to, it. Well, you go to the next building that doesn't have the facial recognition software. It's like, I don't believe that I should have to wear a mask. I have exactly. right. <laughs> <laughs> go, going back, I actually am curious. Watch Dogs 2 had co-op, didn't it? I believe it did. I'm pretty sure it did. I'm not super certain. I but have? if Legions has co-op, I think that'll be a super fun game in terms of that. Just like have, running around as a grandma while like this like little kid is just like, I'm going to stab this guy. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be hilarious. Running around Just being saying. a half pint slasher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think if it does have co-op, and I believe Watch Dogs 2 has co-op, I think that's a great move. I think the focus should be less on having like a really interesting story, because I don't think it's going to be that interesting no matter what. I don't think it's going to be that entertaining. Um, and just focusing on having a very fun game. Just having fun with it. I think it can do that. Based on what I saw, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see this being a fun, a fun just run around. Absolutely. I could just turn into a guy and just drive a fucking RC real car at people. Of course. So someone just made oh, a really man. interesting point in the in the chat. Um, and it actually reminded me of kind of like what my thoughts were of the first one. And so this is from Biggs. I think Watch Dogs is going down the Saints Row path. Yes, mm -hmm. because Saints Row started out as like a self-serious. Uh, we're going and to try a really to make a good GTA alternative. Yeah, we're going to be a IMO. GTA alternative. And then they're like, oh, we can't be like any more serious than GTA. So let's just go fucking kitschy, <laughs> goofy fucking aliens. Yeah. yeah. Right? Aliens yeah. have captured uh, the Saints. Oh, uh, Satan needs a husband for his daughter. Well, we're going to kidnap him. <laughs> we're going to kidnap the boss um, and drag him down to hell. Oh, we want to like have this big <laughs> grand entrance in which the boss is climbing up a fucking missile in the first five minutes of the game to Aerosmith's. I don't want to <laughs> miss a thing. We're going to fucking do it. And Watch Dogs 2 is, is definitely leaning down that kind of uh, or Watch Dogs Legion is definitely going down there because they stop being so self-serious. Like the first Watch Dogs game yeah. was like really self-serious and it was just oh, like God. trying to be a GTA variant yeah. with hacking that's and that's exactly why i picked it up too because like I, i'm like oh hell yeah it's like a a hacker version of grand theft auto it's gonna be super fun yeah. right and then you're playing it and it's like uh what drove me nuts about the campaign was like essentially it was like the premise of the movie the rundown with the rock where he's like i don't use guns i don't kill people <laughs> I, I can't do that I anymore. What's the premise? Oh my and then, god! And by the end of it, he's like, "I'm shooting everyone!" <laughs> like, oh my, like, and it, like the whole time I'm playing, I'm like, "The fuck is going on here?" Oh like, man! Why? It's like it was like straight ripped. Like the whole plot was ripped from that. I'm like, "Yeah." You see, why? what I want out of Legions, I I really I was not a fan of the later uh, Saints Row games. I hated them personally. I did not like them at all. I want a B movie version of the video game in terms of story. I want it to be like trying, like kind of trying to be serious, but like 
oh man, this guy's murdering everything. We need a group of grandmas on a fucking helicopter to go get him. Like, that would be perfect. I want that out of it. I don't really want, like, oh, you're a superhero. Do whatever you want. There's aliens everywhere. It's like, ah, that's, that's a bit much. Yeah. But, like, absolutely. I need to take down this like this god of a man using only the power of granny strength oh yes absolutely why not that sounds yeah. great granny strength it's not about the granny strength it's like the purse like, have you ever been whacked <laughs> by, with a purse it's not a good time those are like very solid they have everything in there like their keys bingo dobbers there could be medicine. weapons inside of the purse yeah. that they would hit you with and so like you're basically getting hit with two different weapons <laughs> you're gonna lose it's why i try to snatch the purse first <laughs> that's my purse i don't know you sweet kick to the testicles you're down um <laughs> rev was there something new you wanted to say there otherwise we can go on to some of the other stuff that we have here yeah no i i never really got into watchdogs uh my buddy jarell uh from slappers only is a huge watchdogs fan but i haven't i haven't really gotten into it myself yeah uh ren i have a question for you uh-huh Will we yeah. see you shake your ass on Just Dance 2020? No. <laughs> Why not? We get a DMCA strike. That was the most immediate. <laughs> okay, just just for no anybody watching, I had literally no idea this question was coming. No, <laughs> the answer is no. Damn it! You've been working it, man. You've been working it. <laughs> good attempt. Good good try. No. <laughs> Anyone have any thoughts on Just Dance 2020? I think we know what to expect. I am very uh, salty that Ren said no. It's just, it's just dance. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm saying people are going to be apprehensive to stream it because they're scared of uh, DMCA strikes. That's a very good point. A, a lot of a lot of the uh, the first round of those that came through were songs that were featured in the last Just Dance game. Yeah, and Rocksmith. Um. Okay. Next is the crew two, and I'm gonna also wrap this up with Trials Rising. Apparently is getting a oh no that's actually I'm sorry that's getting uh just an update we don't need to talk about that being released the crew too, eh, anything on that? I'm trying to remember what that was. That's an open world racing game. sim. Yeah. Yeah. Where you drive? Oh, by oh, I know of the crew. Um, I mean, I guess if you're a fan, I mean, I feel like if you're a fan of racing games, you probably have Forza Horizon Five. I think that's the new one. I think that's the newest one. But if you have that, I feel like you're set. I feel like you're said, I don't think you need to worry about the crew too, personally. Yeah. There's lots of racing sims out there. You know, there's yeah. there's iRacing, there's um, Gran Turismo, Horse, uh, Forza Horizon. Need for Speed. Need for Speed, Forza yeah. Horizon, yeah. Uh, there's, a mean, lot, there's a lot out there. GTA itself is basically a racing sim in, in for a lot of people too. Um, yeah. And then there's new updates coming to ghost recon breakpoint which that game was just kind of a flop on, on itself it's meh i don't think i really yeah, it was a bad it was a bad looter shooter yeah a really bad looter shooter i don't know if there's anything really salvageable about that so it's kind of gotten tucked in with like <laughs> division two and anthem just yeah pushed in there well division two always seems to come back uh, it has its waves for like yeah yeah like a few weeks and then it's gone yeah exactly yeah um which is a shame because the ghost recon name is a good name and they sullied it was a good name <laughs> they sullied god it god damn it god damn it um 
that does it for that. Do we want to take a quick break and uh, sure. come back in like two minutes? Sure. Yeah, we can. I'm with that. I'm with that. All right, guys. We will be back in about two minutes. Stay right there. It's July, and that means we have officially hit two years as a podcast. And this month, we've got something very special for you all. First off, for you guys, we have a Steam Key giveaway all month long. Join us live on Twitch and use a keyword in chat to get entered, or answer our weekly question in the comments of the YouTube video. Not only that, but everyone who enters will also be entered for a grand prize drawing of a $20 Steam gift card. The more times you enter, the higher chance you have of winning. Not only that, but this month, we have limited time merch available on Teespring and exclusive two-year anniversary design on t-shirts, mugs, and tote bags. Get yours before August 4th. Thanks for all the love and support over these two years, and thank you for listening. All right, and we are back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Cats and kittens. Sorry. Did you... (laughs) (laughs) you, Cool cats and kittens. Did you just reference that bitch, Carol Baskins? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. <laughs> did, did you just bring up the sworn enemy of Rev's almost governor? <laughs> Damn near our president of the United States. Oh, man. Who uh, still 30 sack lunches? I'll tell you who it was. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> I do have to say, she knows a lot about sardine oil. So you better watch it. Listen, that's the only reason why I care. I really need to know about sardine oil. I need that in my life. Well, she specifically said in an interview that if you want to have a tiger eat something, you just have to cover it in sardine oil. Like, straight up. Oh my goodness. And a tiger will just show up at my doorstep? Yeah. Oh my God, that's great. Throw it right on your front porch. Yeah. Just smother it in there. You need a lot of sardine oil. It's like prime shipping. hold on real quick ren you yeah me i would not recommend you do that because you do live in an area that has basically tigers they're just because i have mountain lions here doesn't mean anything okay that it's the discount tiger all right I'll, I'll refund my purchase. No, a lion I, is the discount. A discount tiger shows up. I'm just gonna say a lion is a discount tiger. A mountain lion is a discount African lion. <laughs> Listen, I'll make the rules. Okay. Okay. So uh, the next thing that we have on the uh, docket here is Devolverland. So. Devolverland, uh, Devolver Digital, instead of doing a generic corporate presentation, Devolver decided to put out a game to show off their new games. Uh, basically, you load into an empty abandoned convention center uh, and, you need to sneak ar- and you need to sneak around to get on the con floor, dodging security robots or disabling them with a t-shirt cannon. Um, some of the games that were showed off here were Weird West, Olia, Serious Sam 4, Shadow Warrior 3, Carrion, and a few others. Um, the game is free on Steam. And uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Did you guys get your hands on this at all? I didn't. I, I honestly knew very little about it in the first place. But I will say, why am I not shocked that Devolver of all places like, oh yeah, we'll make a video game out of it. Like, I absolutely... I, I As much as I don't really play that many Devolver games, I have a couple. They do amazing 
like conferences and stuff they're at least interesting to watch they're at least funny so like i i shouldn't be that surprised really i'm still remembering when they had that uh that april fools of the game launcher that launches game launchers that was a good one <laughs> that's fantastic um rev what'd you think of this i i didn't know what to expect going into it but i'm not like with Rin, I, I'm not shocked at all that that's the route that they decided to go because they, they, they're they known and expected to do something off the wall and weird with their presentations anymore. Yeah, um, they're crazy. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're really awesome and a lot of fun. Um, I, there were a couple of games that really kind of piqued my interest out of this that uh, being the the kind of content focus that I have, I, I'm really excited for Weird West and uh, Carry On. But Aside from that, uh, I've I never been it. a big serious. Uh, did you really say that? Yeah, I said it on a show that we were on uh, the last weekend. I said uh, out of the games, you know, I was looking at them. I think Carrion is going to be one that our other co-host Rev uh, would be a fan of. Uh, so I, I'm just happy that I called it. <laughs> yeah, Carrion Car- Car- and Wild West or Weird West are the, the two that caught my attention. Apparently, Weird West is also made by the co-creators of Dishonored and Prey, which is kind of dope. I'm just saying, like, if you're into both of those games, I know I know a lot of people like Dishonored. I wish I loved Prey. I really do, but it doesn't mesh with me. But, like, I acknowledge that there's something really good there. So, that's right. pretty cool. Yeah, and see, like, uh, like Shadow, Shadow Warrior looks, uh, looks interesting. I've never been that big into Serious Sam. Um, I, I know a lot of people that are, but... I, I thought it was a really interesting presentation, but I didn't really expect anything less than than a good, interesting presentation. Um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like, I don't know why I expected there to kind of be more to it, but given the current circumstances, the state of the world, I know that people's resources to doing things like this are limited. Yeah, especially with Devolver. As, as wonderful of like presentations they do, they are like a double-A company. They're not really a big company in the first place. So like having not very many games displayed, I get it. I totally understand, especially with like environment that we're at right now. It makes yeah. 100% sense. Yeah, because they're, I mean, they're right there neck and neck for like, like essentially the most popular biggest indie game, uh, indie developer, yeah. or not developer, but publisher out there right along with Tiny yeah. Build. Because, yeah, they're not this huge over the top, you know, millions of dollars of expenses and marketing type of organization. Right. So they have to get creative with it and they do well doing it. They do so well. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, talking about the big over the top thing with, with them, or at least how everything is interesting. I am so tired right now of trying to watch all these like connects and forwards and plays and like they all feel the exact same. It's hi, I'm executive blah, 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 for blah, 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 blah. We know that you guys are, you know, struggling right now in the current global health crisis. And here's also a generic statement about how we feel about said global health crisis. Also, here's a statement about recent events in the United States. Now let's get to the games. And then like they like wipe to they wipe to white and then they go to fucking like the first trailer. It's yeah, like it's not even the first trailer. It's like a series of mini trailers for like half yeah. a second. Be like, yeah, we have games here. And then it's the first trailer. And it's like. I know what a video game is. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Todd Howard. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy in McClure. I'm Todd Howard. Howard in a, the Battle Royale is live right now. What game am I talking about? All of them. <laughs> live right now. Play. This, this year for Fallout 76, we're going to include more NPCs, more microtransactions, and it's all just going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah with this is this was a nicer uh pace of stat especially because so many of these games have already been shown off at other events yeah um weird west got shown off on the pc gaming show um i think i've seen carrion at, uh, during the gorilla collective um it was yeah it was during the gorilla collective uh there's been a few others that i've seen them seen some of these games on so this was just a nice change of pace i i honestly like what i just described is is every single corporate gaming event right now um verbatim and of course you know like the chat is just blowing up for random bullshit like uh oh we didn't talk about this but this was kind of funny with the ubisoft forward thing um they were giving away random keys oh. throughout the whole thing people were logging in so much it broke their servers it which, broke like immediately. immediately there was maybe like a 10 minutes where people might have gotten a key and then the rest the entire rest of the event it was like oh yeah no you can't yeah <laughs> it's like oh yeah the, which, what was the point what did I'm sorry. There is some How PR you... person there who thought that was a brilliant idea, and they're, they they once they it's... got that approved, they went out and treated themselves to a steak fucking dinner. And then there was a system administrator in the Ubisoft offices at his desk with a bottle of bourbon. Just fuck this company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really don't know how they didn't expect that to happen. That happens with like half the things when they do an event like that in the first place. How'd they not be like, oh happens if it overloads oh it won't yeah. who's gonna want a free thing on the internet what ridiculous well, that's what that's what anon did uh when they hit up hit the playstation's uh network uh back in it was like 2013 or 2012 they just like spam logged to mm -hmm. to shut down the whole the whole system for like a month and a half I always forget about that, that that actually happened. I was pissed, too, because I think it was right when the uh, PS4 came out. And I just got this brand new PS4. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to play this PS4. And no, you're not. Like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Um, yeah, so uh, back to the games. Weird West looks interesting. That's actually one that I'll probably pick up. It's a ARPG mm -hmm. with... Um, with a lot of story elements in it. Um, it has a really nice aesthetic, uh, which is, you know, Eldritch Cowboys, like take Lovecraft and put that like another 100 years or so before Lovecraft actually, uh, you know, lived, you know, I, I like all yeah. that witchy kind of shit. So that's, that was pretty cool. Um, Carrion looks like it'll be a fun one to watch Rev play. Because you're just like this amorphous blob just murdering people. I didn't realize that was the game that Carrion was. I was like, oh, I, I've never heard of Carrion. And then I just looked it up just now. It's like, oh, it's that game. <laughs> oh, 
the one you're your blob monster that murders literally everything got it seems good yeah instead of I, just re remaking the movie the blob for the hundredth time they just decided <laughs> to make it a game um series m4 i might pick up because that's a tongue-in-cheek first person shooter in the in the vein of duke nukem and doom looks fun shadow warrior 3 kind of in the same you know overly bloody gory i think that one has a lot more to do with like motion physics and um like combos and stuff mm -hmm. uh those are the ones that kind of piqued my interest uh what about uh you green anything that piqued your interest here uh i'm I, I, like no i thought the presentation was really cool like i like the idea of uh having a, a presentation as a game um like maybe serious sam uh maybe I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, they they all looked like they would be fun. It just depends on the price point for me. Yeah, yeah, and how much time I actually have. So I have so many games to play right now. And in yeah. The future. So I picked up um on the steam cell i think i said this and i'm like now actually going through, like kind of shaking my head at myself i picked up bioshock 1 and 2 remaster i picked up fallout 4 um i also picked up metro um last light and then i also have mm -hmm. dishonored so i have five games because i'm doing i'm, I'm going to start dedicating fridays to single player games and i'm mm -hmm. looking at my I'm and you have already two i already yeah i already have i have fallout <laughs> new vegas that i need to that i, I need I'm to go through kidding. So also one more real quick that yeah. that a lot of people have known has been coming for a while from Devolver is Fall Guys. Oh yes, I was gonna mention this. I, I can actually tell you firsthand that the game is really fun. I uh I got to do server testing on it not too long ago, and it's it's just an absolute blast of a time. Yeah, that does so that's like um it's not a battle royale, but it's a last man standing uh wipeout game, right? like wipe out the television show if people don't remember this it's like people were all like on a on an obstacle course and there's like oh. spinning things and like things you have to jump to in order or like uh what's on netflix right now um uh uh, uh the floor, the floor is lava. lava yeah something kind of like that like kind of a goofy um but this one's like a last man standing it looks like yeah it's it's literally it, exactly that it's like a race type deal where you're trying to get from point A to point B and there are obstacles all all in your way. Um, everybody's got like the same looking little like kind of blob <laughs> dude, but they all can get different little aesthetics. Like they can all get different um, outfits and whatnot. And it's just, it it was a lot of fun, but a lot of chaos. So yeah. get ready. There's there's It's chaotic AF, but up to 60 players at a time. Yeah, I'm watching the video right now. It looks adorable. It, dude, dude, it's <laughs> it so much fun. It looks so good. Like I can't wait for the full the full release on it, just like the same way for we were talking about raw men, you know, where you can actually do like matchmaking and stuff like that. It's gonna mm -hmm. be a lot of fun. I think it'd be really cool if you could uh if there's a court is there a uh uh crass crass is there a course designer in that game? Ooh, that I don't know about. That would be cool if there is for sure. Like especially like if you could just like take, you know, kind of handpick your own little obstacles and stuff like that and put in the way. Um, I will say one little funny thing they did was they got uh, a license to make the what is his name Gordon Freeman from uh, Half Life with a little with a little head crab yeah on top of him as <laughs> one of your little characters you can get if you uh, get the collector's edition. 
Yeah. Uh, was there anything else on this Devolverland thing that we that we wanted to talk about? Um, there were like unannounced games in here. There are secret unannounced games. I never got to them. I tried to look mm-hmm. it up and see what they were, and I couldn't find anything right away. So, eh. Um, I will say there's a boss fight at the end of the event. Do the boss fight. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. Anything else on that? Nothing else on, on Devolverland? Okay. No, I think we're good. Uh, I did want to, I didn't say this at the, at the, uh, return of the break. And I just wanted to mention it real quick, guys, if you are interested in winning, uh, in a chance at winning a game, go on ahead and do exclamation mark Bergy in the chat right now. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or watching at a later date, go on ahead and answer this, uh, question of the week for your chance to win a free game. And that is the question of the week is, um, what game series would you like to see a remaster for? Go on ahead and answer that, and you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win. You'll be the uh, winner will be announced at the beginning of the show next week. Uh, next on our topics list here, though, is the Stadia Connect that um, I did not realize was happening today. Um, <laughs> we were going to talk about the Steam News Hub updates, but I figured this is probably more important. Uh, I want to give mm-hmm. a shout out to the main source uh, that we are using for this story since I didn't have a chance to really watch or read anything. So go check out Ava uh, Herenkova's. Ava Herenkova, she wrote her article on butwhythoughpodcast.com. So go check her out. Um, the Stadia Connect showed off uh, some new games uh, coming to the streaming service as well as some uh, features that will be coming. Games-wise, some games that were confirmed to be coming uh, included Dead by Daylight, which... Holy crap, that sounds like a bad idea. Uh, PUBG Season <laughs> yeah. 8, which will be free for Stadia Pro subs. WWE Battlegrounds, Serious Sam, Outriders, Hello Neighbor, Hitman 1 and 2, with Hitman 3 being launched in January 2021. Some exclusives being The Bomberman, R Online, One Hand Clapping, and Outcasters, uh, which is done by Splash Damage, the devs of my dearly beloved Dirty Bomb. Uh, those are the games again. Superman, Super Bomberman, R Online, One Hand Clapping, and Outcasters are all debuting on Stadia first. Uh, so, just games wise, anything that sticks out there? Anything you guys think is worth anything? Does it add value to Stadia? Let's let's go no. for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say no there. <laughs> yeah, technically yes, but like realistically speaking, the the flaws with Stadia aren't even necessarily Stadia itself. It's the fact that there's no good infrastructure for something like this. Like there's I I can't use it. If I had it at my house, there'd be no way that I'd ever be able to play anything. Um I can't I can't imagine like a good 80 to 85% of people are in that same boat. Like I can't imagine that there's people out there like, "Oh yeah, I can absolutely do that." Um also, apparently, Dead by Daylight is launching with crossplay, which is one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard for a Stadia game. And I, I have to wonder how it's going to feel getting wrecked every game because your latency is so bad in crossplay by other players that have significantly better like play experience. Now, remind me, did Dead by mm-hmm. Daylight ever get dedicated servers? Because for a while, it was peer to peer. Yes, I think it did. I believe it did. 
Okay, I was yeah. gonna say because if you yeah, no, it's against... peer to peer because that would be a joke. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> be a, a com- straight joke, a complete and utter joke. I mean, it was on peer to peer on PC. Fucking sucked. I could not imagine doing it on Stadia. Like, it was probably yeah. in like playing controller. I don't know how Rev you play controller Dead by Daylight for so long because. I would have murdered somebody in real life. <laughs> I would have beat I would have beat someone skull in with a fucking PS4 controller. Yeah, I didn't realize how bad it was using controller until I got to mouse and keyboard. And I was like, oh, this is uh this is easier. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, I mean oh, man. good on them for getting dead by daylight, but that sounds like it's gonna be a trash experience. The one thing yeah. that's interesting to me about this whole deal, because I read the article before I sent it to you, was one of the features that with the uh, what's the click to play feature. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like not as much the games themselves, but there are some features that are interesting to me if they can pull them off properly, like the the click to play one where, um, yeah, where if, I mean if you if you uh, how did how did it work? Like say you're watching a YouTuber play a game mm-hmm. and you have Stadia. As long as you have, I think it's Stadia Premium. Uh, there'll actually be a little info bar pop up down there at the bottom of the deal. And you can click it and automatically launch that game without having to download any updates or anything like that. If if they can pull that off, it'll be really cool. If they can't shocker. Yeah. That was a feature in the reveal, like over a year ago that they talked about that they, mm-hmm. um, that they mentioned, which is cool. Um, again, I don't know really you know how I, I can't if it's going to work that's that anything well. super substantial like I, I feel like that's pretty plausible for it, them like, specific it's I, google that we're I talking about i feel like that's something that's better. very capable i think it would they would be able to pull it off a lot better if they didn't already have kind of a shit repertoire going in or like a reputation going yeah. into this of being like like if that's like a a feature you introduce to an already existing like massive audience of oh yeah by the way we have this that's really cool because i don't yeah. know that's going to be enough to draw people in to pay the price for the premiere edition. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, I could wait five minutes to go ahead and go download the update on steam. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, if, if you already had yourself a pretty substantial audience of people that were excited about it, then I think that feature would be a lot better. It's still a really neat mm-hmm. feature, but I just don't know how like the, you know, the cost versus the reward of them doing it like is it really going to help them i don't know yeah um so here's another thing that i saw that i was kind of interested in so the price of the premiere edition is being reduced to a hundred dollars and that includes mm-hmm. a chromecast and the cd controller itself does mm-hmm. that interest you guys just for the hardware itself um like would that be one of those things like you would just buy that and then like ixnay your uh ixnay your subscription after like three months because i mean the the chromecast itself is probably like a 50 dollar value it's a chromecast hd and then the stadia controller itself is a uh, probably another 50 60 dollar value um for 100 bucks and you can use the stadia controller for steam games if you have it plugged in via usb mm-hmm. See, that in and of itself is is at least close to making it worth it because i i can attest i like chromecast i've, I've used them before i like them so it does kind of i mean that does interest me a little bit yeah, and I don't know the don't exact know. values of the two pieces of hardware, but $100 for two mm-hmm. pieces of hardware, you know, that that seems like okay, maybe I'll I'll consider picking that up just for the hardware itself. I I mean, just a thought. 
Uh, what about you, Brian? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of a selling point. Every controller can do that right now. I have a PS4 controller that I use for that exactly like exact thing too and a ps4 controller is very universal it's a very universal yeah and rev even has a uh xbox one i feel like that's not really a big selling point at least to me it's like okay i could buy a stadia controller where the percentage player base is so small that like if there are faults in like 10 percent of players that's like three people that might report it. You know what I mean? Like it, that's that's a big if, right? So like if there's any like sort of um, malfunctions in the controller that like show up over any like short period of time, I can I can know about that for a PS4 or an Xbox controller. For a Google Stadia controller, I really can't know. I have no idea. I might get a good controller, I might not. Who knows? There's no real repertoire there. You know what I mean? There's no there's no sort of reputation that's like okay yeah this controller will function for long term there's nothing there so like mm-hmm. i don't know i i prefer going for a more reliable controller that i know if there's issues i know what issues are there like i i as a consumer could be like okay i can choose the xbox controller and maybe in like a year there might be a little bit of drift versus something like a stadia controller which is like have no idea nobody plays this after like three months yeah well okay so you just mentioned drift and i got you know just a real quick question do you think if the cd controllers get drift do you think it gets worse if you shove it up your ass (laughs) what you don't know about Uh, this article no i like where this is going (laughs) i'm really intrigued at first you have my curiosity but now you have me off with today So one of the guys over advice said that said that the Nintendo Switch's drift problem gets worse when you shove a Joy-Con up your ass. <laughs> this is an actual article. Oh. Hold on, I actually have to look this up. Vice Wow Nintendo Switch Drift. Imagine being the editor for that article. <laughs> like is it like they bring it to you? Yeah, just we need to publish like, this. They're just sitting there, it's like it must be a slow fucking week, isn't it? <laughs> like, did you did you get a source for this, or did you do it yourself? Yeah how like, how many <laughs> what was the percentage rate on this? Is yeah. there a chance that it fixes the controller? Is where where control is this group? information coming from? Yeah, yeah. Where's the control and where's the experiment? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So this is the. From <laughs> from motherboard, uh, tech by Vice, Nintendo Switch's Joy-Con sync issue is even worse if you put it in your butt. Um, this <laughs> by Jed Whitaker. Uh, <laughs> let me just read the first read the first paragraph. Nintendo's hot new console is finally here, and everyone's talking about how great it is. It's Zelda this, Zelda that, Zelda Zelda Zelda. If you don't know any better, you'd think uh, it. <laughs> think it only had one game but thankfully that isn't the case um yeah it really gives like a whole new meaning to something <laughs> you can take that game and shove it up your ass like <laughs> well, i guess i could <laughs> theoretically um it, it might make it work better who knows <laughs> look if if nintendo didn't want joy cons shoved up my ass they shouldn't have made it the right size to go up there <laughs> yeah where was that in the terms and conditions nintendo it's really on nintendo like a, warning, a warning on the box frankly, that says please do not shove in your ass <laughs> frankly nintendo this is your fault 
let's be real here. When you're going to start seeing Nintendo Switches with just like a a disclaimer, it says disclaimer, do not shove Joy-Cons in rectum. Here's (laughs) here's rarely where they went wrong is that, you know, they said that the switch could fit in your pocket. They didn't say it wasn't your prison pocket. (laughs) Well, you know, actually, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay, (laughs) why? Why would they put the strap on the handle if they didn't? You know, if they didn't want the handle not to go someplace, you know what I mean? Like, like a pull cord. <laughs> so it doesn't get yeah. lost. It's got, spare, it's got a spare pull cord. Like a, an emergency pull shoot. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I wonder, I, I'm, you know, I have a switch that's kind of busted. I'm going to see if it actually fixes the drift. I'll, I'll report back next week. I don't believe them. This is a good podcast, guys. Thank you for having me on. I think I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Go to go to bed is a code word for going to the bathroom for about five minutes. I I think this is the I just, first. I have a switch. I need to go play real quick. Like... <laughs> wait for the also, vi- wait for the Joy-Con uh, vibrations. Uh, on a serious note, um, the two things that do come with this hundred dollar bundle separately retail for sixty nine ninety nine each. So, because it comes with the uh, the Google Chrome Ultra, which is the 4K edition, um, or the the Chromecast Ultra rather. And so, if you were looking into doing Stadia at all, it feels like it would be pretty close to worth it. Also, Joy Cons, but <laughs> I think this is the first conversation on the podcast in a while that has actually broken me. Um. And I and I I apologize for bringing this upon the world. I guess. Uh, <laughs> apology not accepted. Apology not accepted. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think you just found your selling point for the podcast this week. Like this is this is like this is the promotional tweet every day. But like, want to hear people talk about Joy Cons and buttholes? <laughs> click here. That's all you got. Just click right here. It's- yeah, just have like a specific segment of will this fit in your ass. And then at the end, be like, "Oh, also Devolver, Devolverland." Then it's Devolverland. like, you know, Joy can Joy Cons in, in buttholes. Oh, also the Ubisoft thing. <laughs> so, uh, wow. fellas, have you ever uh, been playing with a game console and it just decides to stick the controller in your uh, buttholes? I hear uh, it's an erogenous zone, kind of a hot button of sorts. <laughs> felt felt natural, felt pretty good, boys. Gotta say. <laughs> Got a hard. Why note? am I here? <laughs> We're gonna have to like start putting ads like at that specific time point where they have like uh, the call this number if you're lonely, like freshly eighteen, and we're lonely, <laughs> and it's like that's the the like the uh, pitching points like feeling experimental. <laughs> Red just walked off screen. <laughs> You don't have to be lonely at joyconsonly.com. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ryan, come back. We need you. We need you, Ryan. <laughs> um, are we done? <laughs> are we done? <laughs> you know, guys, Ryan is right. Some f- fellas, I don't know when too much butts talk is too much butts talk. Um, 
There's such thing as too much butt talking. The fella ought to be fucking aware of it. <laughs> uh, so back to the Stadia Connect. News-wise, this is more substantial than we got earlier this year, for sure. Um, but not really by much. Uh, I like seeing that there's technically more value being added to the service. There's more reason to look at Stadia now, at least. Whether those are good reasons to look at Stadia, I don't really think so. I like how they're throwing Sekiro onto it. Like, that's that's really <laughs> a good game to play on something like that. That's... Yeah. Blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, how how awesome is Bloodborne to play at 30 FPS? <laughs> uh, it's not. <laughs> There, there was like one guy sitting there like Leo DiCaprio, that, that new meme from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that saw that announcement, had his beard in his hand, was like, that's the one. That's the one I'm sold. <laughs> right. <laughs> a game focused on specific timings, and you're putting on the one console that doesn't have any fucking possibility of having specific timings. I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, so here's like the big question for me is where they keep focusing on like these multiplayer games. Where are like the fucking walking simulators like these, you yeah, know, like, the one set of games that would totally work for it. Yeah, like Observer or Layers of Fear or mm -hmm. Bendy in the Ink Machine. I mean, I'm just listing off horror games right now, but I mean, that's like perfect. Those I are perfect games yeah. for that service. I thought he was just looking at my stream history right there because like, that was like almost in order. <laughs> or you know, oh, for man. for Green, Green can play the um, Green can play the uh, uh, <laughs> demo of Locked Up again, uh, just this time on Stadia. You can eat my ass, thank you very much. <laughs> Depends on the Joy-Con up there. <laughs> no, I will Are say this. Back I have food. I can go. <laughs> I will. I will. I will divert this back. I will say, although they didn't release any like names or information on it, they did announce that there will be exclusive titles coming to Stadia. Yeah, and that's where I'm curious as to what you know, what's going to happen there. Like what what's going to be coming down the pipeline? Um, that's an exclusive and not a Joy-Con. That like they can actually hang their hat on it like they can say all right this is something we got because you know like playstation had that with horizon zero dawn and you know a few other god of war originally and stuff like that and then you know xbox had halo like these were huge titles at the time that that really drew people into those consoles like what are you going to offer up that's going to make people say okay i'm interested in playing this game in the most choppy of settings let's go Man, if you yeah. didn't have good points, I would have just left when you said the Joy-Con in the pipeline. I would have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, one other thing uh, with this, I'm surprised we didn't see more features uh, get announced or included. Um, Steam, like, if we're looking at these, like, launcher-wise, Steam is really killing it feature-wise. They have a news hub. They have the groups. They have more social stuff. They have broadcasting on there. Um, you would think with Google's massive catalog of services, they would focus on integrations. They could be like, look, you can connect this game to your YouTube account. And then we have all this VoIP here. We're going to, uh, also like create like a VoIP service along with it that you guys can use. Oh, and then also with, um, you know, you can track your stats with this, you know, official, uh, Google spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> template you know <laughs> where's back your stats with the google stat tracker chromecast yeah exactly so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
parentheses. It's yeah. Have, it's going to have like crappy Google Doc integration or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I there is no integration. Right, though. I feel like that's the biggest problem with it by far. It's like they, they seem out of touch. It's just like, okay, yeah, let's throw on a bunch of multiplayer games on a community that doesn't really have anything there in the first place. So it doesn't really make sense. And I totally agree with like single players. Absolutely. That that's like the one thing where I uh, completely understand and agree that. Yeah, I could totally see like if you wanted to play something like Odyssey, Odyssey has a big download and like it's single player. I can get it. I can I can understand in that regard. I, I don't understand something like Dead by Daylight or something that really involves like specific timings like Sekiro that blows my mind I just don't get those um and there's just nothing else there that's really like okay sure you're throwing on a bunch of games but what are you doing to the actual service to make it usable because you know it's not very usable for most people like what are you doing to improve that specific thing otherwise you're throwing on a lot of things that I still can't use even if I wanted it I couldn't use it so I don't I don't understand <laughs> It, it literally feels like Google just stepped up and said, you know what? All right, I guess we're just going to try our hand at getting in the gaming space and just ran yeah. with it. Like, they didn't I, I was down really shocked actual, that there like, was planning. I was really shocked that they were adding more. I, I really thought like, oh, Stadia Connect, maybe they're coming out with better features. Maybe. And I was like, no, a bunch of new games. It's like, you know, I like most people still can't use this, right? Like most people can barely run this at maybe like 480p. <laughs> I don't really know what you're yeah. getting at here. It's going to be so bad, dude. It's going to be a dumpster fire. Well, I mean, it already kind of has been. I mean, yeah. the the yeah. the user numbers for Stadia, I mean, we all, the only user numbers we can really access are the Destiny 2 numbers, and those aren't good. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. those Destiny 2 numbers for Stadia are not good, and they've steadily gone down. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. It it Blows gets my mind. <laughs> it, it's it gets tiresome to talk about Stadia because it just like they're there's so much to talk about, but it's all the same stuff. Uh, yeah. Green, you look they're like an important. Thought. Yeah, we've been talking about this since like before I was a host. Like I was guesting. Yeah. When, they, when the, I was guessing when they like announced it and it started actually becoming a a possibility, and then we, we've been shit talking at the same thing we're talking about now. Well, and what's what's really interesting is we shit talk Stadia, but we praise um, Nvidia now. Which video did good. GeForce Now was actually not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I used it and it was it worked really well on the road with the laptop. Well, part of what I'm uh, I'm trying to say here is it's amazing that we like GeForce Now because it's a well done service. Yeah. That rather than a cash grab. Rather than well, it's a well done service that lets you ease into using it. Stadia, it's like Mm -hmm. if you you're if you buy a game on Stadia, your balls in on on having it on Stadia. Right? Like you Yeah. You know, you have your skin in the game on Stadia now. With with uh GeForce now, you know, you get you get access to your Steam library so you can try it out. And then it's oh, it's only five dollars for a premium service a month. Awesome. I'm not paying sixty dollars to access it on Stadia. Optional five dollars uh, yeah it's optional it's a premium service yeah. yeah that's the premium uh version of the service there's a, exactly. there's a free version of the service that's yeah you know pretty damn good yeah G- I mean, let, let's actually like take a second to actually just say well played g you know, g4 <laughs> now like gg flex yeah 
yeah they really yeah. honestly don't get like as much like credit as they deserve on it really like i almost never hear about geforce now unless if it's something like stadia being brought up like that's pretty much the only time but like the it's a really thing, good service. yeah the biggest thing about like when geforce now is being talked about it's usually like a company getting pissed off that they're not getting any money for it and right all their games away from it which is yeah asinine because it is a a pc rental system essentially is yeah. what it is. it's <laughs> like mm-hmm. you already got your money from steam like yeah they're... you're accessing your content license for yeah. your yeah your consumer license for it through just another server that's like the difference mm-hmm. in me watching something on hulu in the living room and then just watching it in a, you know in my bedroom it's the same yeah you service, need a second service. A different you need it yeah yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous they, they yeah. need to companies need to knock it the f off you're hurting yourself yeah yeah we reamed i mean we raked whatever dev said that over the coals there is there is a dev there's an indie dev that we raked over the coals on the show i don't even remember who it was i think it was the devs of the long dark yeah the long dark. his name was scott yeah something, i think because i think i remember the words fuck scott and then there was a last name there that I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't care to remember so uh, word for the week uh exclamation Fuck Scott <laughs> and Wind Dream. It's gonna be a long one. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that really does it for Stadia Connect. Is there any other thoughts that we could express on this that we haven't already expressed? Just stop. <laughs> if you're gonna continue working on it and not just kill it off, because I don't know why you haven't done that yet, if I'm gonna be honest. Um, make it run. <laughs> make it run functional for other areas. Yeah. I, otherwise, there's no point. Like make it run, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. I think that I mean that does it for our topics. Looking at our uh, our time here, I think we're right in that sweet spot that we wanted to be in. So let's start wrapping up the show. Um, this is uh, your guys's last chance right now. Go on ahead and do exclamation mark Bergy in the chat if you are interested in winning a free game. Here we will announce the winner uh, right after. Um, well, actually, first, we'll announce a winner here in just a few moments. But first, also, remember to answer the question in the in the YouTube comments of this video. Question being, what games or series would you like to see get a remaster? And you'll automatically be entered for a chance to win a game, a free game. And you will be announced at the beginning of next week's episode um we'll give uh we'll announce our winner here in just a moment right after ren tells us what's coming up on his channel where people can find him uh and all that good shit go on ahead well you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash renditions two z's stupid me dumb big tiny brain um i've been playing a lot of vr recently i've been playing a ton of skyrim vr i've modded a bunch of it i've been having a blast with it uh, I might be doing a stream actually later tonight. I'm not sure. Um, if I do, I'm going to be playing some super hot. So that'll be fun. That'll be a good time. Super hot VR will be a blast. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I play all sorts of games. I do all sorts of things. I achievement hunt. I barely quote unquote speed run, but I'm so bad that it doesn't matter. Um, I, I play games. That's what I do. But yeah. Excellent. Excellent, guys. Go check him out. Of course, links will be in the description of this episode. Let's go on ahead and roll for our winner here. Uh, Mr. Greenlee, while I'm rolling for the winner, remind them what they're uh, rolling for. They are rolling for a copy of Psychonauts this week. 
And congratulations to Black Sabbath 736 for winning the giveaway this week. I will send you a message uh, with the Steam key. And uh, love you, Dad. <laughs> That's my father. <laughs> Rigged. Rigged. <laughs> this is reverse nepotism. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as reverse nepotism. Well, there is now. um all right mr greenley go on ahead and tell the kind folks out there um what you got going up on your channel and where people can find you all that good shit uh but first i just want to take a a quick moment to thank danny and ren because ren is beautiful he's not he keeps saying he keeps saying that he is stupid because of the whole two z's but i disagree it's a skill what'd you say I said it's a skill to be as dumb as I am. No, 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 no. It is. You're, you're <laughs> amazing. Stop. So, like, I appreciate you guys. Like, I, like, I found the podcast. It was fantastic. Um, like, it really got me through. Like, like my platform on Twitch. Like, it really like strived. It made me strive to be better. Um, I really enjoyed the content, and like, I was while sad to see Ren leave. I very much appreciate the opportunity to be a host now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but you guys can follow me on Twitter, or not follow me. You don't have to follow me. I'm on Twitch. Follow him. Don't don't follow me. Follow around. Do it. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Uh, you can also find me on my socials, uh, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all the fancy things. So. Sorry, I was typing there in the middle. Yes, go, uh, go on ahead and give him a follow. Uh, Padre type in front of my in <laughs> shame on you i was giving you a shout out uh padre what's coming up on your channel well shit probably nothing danny until <laughs> they, they won't be out they won't be out here to even look at this stuff again until thursday um i'm, I'm probably going to try to focus a little on the youtube side i picked up chair fucking simulator for two dollars on the steam summer sale um it is exactly what it sounds like i'm going to probably record video for that for uh for youtube i also have uh, a couple of things I'm doing that are NDA right now, so I can't really announce names or anything, but there's going to be some cool stuff coming on soon on that, but it's going to be YouTube as well. Um, and then I'm going to start doing some geocaching and magnet fishing for YouTube, which you can find me on all social media platforms and YouTube at Revspin TV. Um, while you can find me on Twitch, hopefully once again, someday at just Revspin. Can you repeat that, uh, that, uh, game? Chair fucking yeah. simulator? Yeah, and mild yeah. question, does it come with Joy-Cons? <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it is a, it's like a date. Okay, so like, actually, this is a legit game. It's like a dating simulator where you go through this dating app and try to find these chairs that you are attracted to and hook up with these chairs in like a bleak, empty warehouse and just <laughs> fuck that chair. It's so romantic. Smash yeah, chairs. It, <laughs> it, it, yeah, you, are, you, however, are not a chair. You're a weird gray blob. And so I was like, you know I can't what? believe yeah, you'd this... even say something like that to me. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, this was, I, I, you can't see me, but I'm looking at a mirror right now. Um, but it, it's, uh, yeah, I had somebody recommend it to me. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to do this thing. Because why, why not? Why not? You ever, you ever watched Robot Chicken? Yes. Like back in the heyday? Yeah, the, the robot. Me, the humping robot that just humps yep. everything. <laughs> yep. So, so get ready for some good old fashioned, uh, seat intercourse on on youtube in the coming week hot oh boy 
Oh boy. Um, coming up on my channel, uh, we have more Fallout Friday, and then I don't know, maybe some Insurgency and whatever else uh, going into next week. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitch at Danny K D A N I E C A E. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram under the same thing. Uh, also subscribe to the YouTube channel, Danny K media. That's where you guys can see some YouTube content as well as this podcast every week. Um, I think that's going to be all that we have for you guys this week. We sincerely appreciate all of you for taking your time to watch and listen to the show over these past two years. You guys are absolutely fucking amazing it's been it's been such a blast uh, again a huge shout out to all my co-hosts past and present all the guests we've had and all the listeners and people who have enjoyed the show we hope that we have brought you guys value over these past two years um don't forget to comment the uh question of the week oh and then merch limited time uh merch for uh until august 4th so pick that up we have t-shirts mugs masks and a few other things on there uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, another thing before we go, I just wanted to give a shout out to Lou Merck. He's the guy who gives us the beats that you've heard at the intro and during our ad break. Check him out in the links now in chat. Also, be sure to find him in the description of this episode. If you guys like what we do, be sure to give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, also, give us a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice and the Number one, top tier way you guys can help support the show is by sharing us with your friends. Um, until next week, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fight, and we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Love you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what we do, give us a rating and a review on your favorite platform.